0: Welcome to this episode of College Explained. We're going to start off the podcast today with a short interview with a college student who will answer a few questions that leads nicely into our topic of discussion. Hey, Sabrina, welcome to College Explained. Great, thanks for having me. First, I wanted to ask you what you think are the biggest factors that make completing an an assignment on time difficult. I would say that um, bad time management and procrastination are probably the biggest ones for me. Uh, I know that I definitely would answer the same way as you, and I think this is something that a lot of college students are probably struggling with. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I know that myself and a lot of my classmates often wait too long to start or end of the semester projects or start studying for finals. Um, And so we had to stay up either really late or pull all-nighters just to finish on time. Uh, I went through a similar experience myself, and I think I can say the same about a lot of my friends. Um, And then the last question I wanted to ask you was, uh, what are some of the strategies you use to mitigate procrastination, if you have any, and if you don't, that's fine too? I would say that um, breaking up larger projects into smaller pieces is probably the one that I do the most, and I also try to plan ahead and give myself deadlines for each of those individual pieces of the larger assignments. This interview basically outlined our discussion for today which is on procrastination in college students, the effectiveness of different strategies in reducing procrastination, and lastly, the role that time discounting is playing in the decision to procrastinate. I wanna first talk about Dan Ariely and Klaus Wordenbrock's 2002 paper that looked at procrastination deadlines and performance. The researchers ran a variety of, of experiments trying to ascertain the exact relationship between um different deadlines performance whether they were self-imposed or external and a variety of other things um with the first experiment being on an introductory level college course whose participants who were students were assigned into two groups based on class section with the first group being the no choice group where students were given evenly spaced fixed deadlines to complete three essays over the course of a semester And in the second group, or the choice group, students were given a choice of setting each of the paper's deadlines up to the last day of class. However, with the uh, caveat of there being a 1% penalty per day beyond the self-imposed deadlines. The researchers found that the students in the free choice group not only performed worse overall on the essays, but were also found to set deadlines that weren't optimal even when there were potentially large costs, which were the late penalties. A similar result was found in the second experiment, which incorporated a similar experiment structure with the choice and no choice groups, however involved a proofreading job for pay with pay dependent on performance. The findings of this experiment show that the effect is also true for monetary rewards rather than if they were just potentially better grades. And overall, this study really highlights something that many of us may have already realized ourselves, or that external deadlines are more effective than self-imposed deadlines and improving performance. One of the things I really took away from this paper was trying to think of ways to provide external deadlines for myself. Um, to provide an example of how I started doing this was by scheduling something to do with friends or going to see a movie a few hours before a given deadline. Um, And while everyone is different and this could have the opposite effect on some people, for me it ends up acting as a way to sort of push forward a deadline for assignments as I probably won't be able to work on it if I am out with friends. By doing this, you can uh, effectively set an external deadline for yourself. However, how effective it is does depend on how much you want to go out with friends or whatever you set the deadline as. Next, I wanna talk about the why or answer the question of why we seem to procrastinate at all in the first place. Um, A good introduction that shows the exact effect that I want everyone to be thinking about when deciding to procrastinate can be seen in David Leibson's 1999 paper, Golden Eggs and Hyperbolic Discounting. This study is a lot more in depth than the other one we spoke about, so we'll only be talking about the big takeaways. But I first want you to really think about this question. What does your thought process look like when you are deciding to procrastinate? I'll give you a few seconds to think about it. For me, it usually comes down to wanting to do something else more, or I want to delay having to do the work, so I want to have to do it now or in the moment. Leibson actually found that this now effect is extremely significant and explains how large of an impact this can have on other aspects of your life, Um, apart from just procrastinating in school such as savings or the decision to eat healthy or even the decision to smoke or take drugs. Leibson explains that the now can be accounted for by a psychological principle that we all exhibit and probably should to some extent called intemporal time discounting. To better understand intemporal time discounting, just think about how much money someone would have to offer you in a year to decline accepting $100 right now. If you thought of a number significantly larger than $100, then you're probably like the vast majority of people that display a somewhat high level of intemporal time discounting. This same thought process can also be extended to the how and why we decide to procrastinate in the first place. The way you can describe it with the intemporal time discounting lens is that your present self or the one listening to this podcast right now is overvaluing itself and its desires relative to your future self or you at any point in the future that is not right now. Um, and another important thing to think about, about uh, when considering this is that this logic also applies to losses. And by losses, I mean monetary losses or things that can cause negative feelings such as pain or Having to study. For example, when evaluating from right now, studying tomorrow seems much less bad than doing it in the moment. Um, the primary thing I'm getting at here is that this effect is most pronounced for decisions that cause an immediate loss but have a delayed reward, such as studying, eating unhealthily, or deciding to smoke or take drugs. And while there is no way to completely control this aspect of yourself, I think it's really beneficial to know about and has definitely been the final swaying thought. That has led me to study more than a few times this semester when I was on the edge. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast, and I just want to leave you with a few closing thoughts. First, when making decisions about studying or just in general, try and consider how much the decision is relying on you putting too much emphasis on the now or your present self, rather than considering the future or your future self. And second, that self-imposed deadlines can be effective, but that having external pressure or external deadlines is usually the most effective way in, in improving in performance. So in short, it definitely wouldn't hurt to try creating external motivators if you're struggling with procrastination. Thank you.